Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Welcome back to Huddle. Mike Max, Pete Nigerian. Phone lines open 651-461-9226. 651 461 Nine two two six. Pete, along the lines of what we're just talking about, because we're it's college graduation time. Obviously, now most of it already been held here in May, and and the kids are looking at what's next. And and some have jobs, some don't. Uh, the job market, etc. There, there's lots of jobs out there. What's the perfect job, etc. Would you encourage them if they believe in their entrepreneurial skills to go for that right now? Or would you encourage them, even if they have the great entrepreneurial spirit about them to get into a corporation first and learn some things about the game before they branch out on their own? Is there a right or wrong way? Do you think? I don't know that there's a wrong way, but I, I, I would agree with you that I think if you start at the corporate side and, and understand business better, I think that through that experience, then you could bring that over to that entrepreneurial side. And I, you know, I've encouraged my kids to do something similar to that, and and they have. But uh, not everybody needs to go in that path. But I do think that it gives you the a, a bit of a, you know, a foundation, Maxie, an understanding, and you you've been there at least because if once you become you know somebody who wants to be in that entrepreneurial world, it's great. But it's great to also understand the other side. And I think if your if if your ultimate goals are to be somebody who is you know on the on the crypto side of things or whatever it might be you know on the technology side of things, that's great. But it's great to be inside of a, a corporate organization just to see how it runs and what's good and what's bad. What what are some of the the issues that, that that go on there that you might not see at at another level? And I think it's always great. It's it's what we talk about when we talk about experience. Uh, you know, you and I were talking about Royce Lewis and the experience being up in the bigs and then getting sent back down. And, you know, I, I hope my question was was um, met the way I wanted it to be, which is I think it's better than to be able to go. You've learned. You've seen what it's like to be up there, what you've got to do. And maybe you get that opportunity to go back and, 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 and explore that a little bit more at some future date. But for now, you can take away some of that and then get back there and get those reps, you know, those reps, not not just in baseball or, or sports, but get those reps when you are at a corporate spot and, and you understand all the ups and downs and what are the efficiencies and, and the inefficiencies that go on there. I think when you get all of that kind of within yourself, that that gives you that opportunity to have a little bit better chance for success when you do want to break away. 
Okay, so let, let me ask you a business-type sports question, and I think this is an interesting one right now. Uh, the St. Saint Paul Saints are affiliated with the Minnesota Twins, their AAA team, and, of course, for years they, they, they survived and thrived as an independent team where they controlled everything. Now they, they, they've eliminated a lot of costs uh, because they don't control the players that they get or the salaries that they have to pay or finding housing for them, whatever. Um, would you rather be? Would you rather own – uh, the, the, an affiliated team where you just control the marketing of, or would you like to have soup to nuts in, in charge of everything from a business standpoint? Well, I would tell you this, Maxie. Um, it, I think you go for the money side of things. And, 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 I, and I say that like this. A very good friend of mine down here in Florida actually owns a minor league hockey team. Now, he's got the money to be able to own, and he actually bid on the St. Louis Blues not too many years ago to try to purchase them. Instead, he stayed down here in Fort, you know, Fort Myers area. He actually bought the arena. He owns the arena that they play in down there, the Hertz Arena, and he owns the minor league team. And his finances and, and, and the amount that he's got there from a percentage perspective, he's making far more money because he's in the minor league where he's got control, but they, they've got ultimate control. But, but he's making incredible amounts of money each and every year off of this, you know, investment that he's made. And it just shows you that you don't always have to be in the bigs to make the big money. There's a lot of money to be made in other, <laughs> other sides of things. And, and, you know, years ago, my brother and I actually looked into buying a, a, a minor league baseball team because they were much more affordable 20 years ago, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but, you know, there, there's something there, Maxie, where the amount of money that it takes to be a part of that and run that is, is so different than the major league itself. And yet that there's a lot of money that can, can happen if you do things right. And if you're able to run the franchise the right way, and it's, it's incredible, but it's uh, it is an amazing thing that you actually can probably make more money <laughs> at times than you would be at the next level. Well, let's bring in a guy that knows a whole lot about that as well. Dr. Bill McGuire is uh, one of the primary owners of the Minnesota United. Of course, he joins us in the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. They play later today against Dallas, but he has seen up close, uh, come from corporate America to somewhat entrepreneurial, somewhat governed by the MLS, um, and taking a team from soup to nuts and, and building a stadium and all that goes with it. Dr. McGuire, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Max. I appreciate it. How are you? Tell me, we were just we were just reflecting on some of that. What what have you learned over the last several years? You know, I'm I'm sure a lot of this was driven by your love for sports and competition, but also your entrepreneurial spirit. What what have you learned about getting into the MLS with the uh, Minnesota United from a business perspective? Well, I guess the biggest thing we learned is that we probably didn't know everything that it involved, <laughs> um, or or even very close, um, and and obviously. Uh, I, about the tail end of the discussion a minute ago. I mean, you, you know, you don't control everything either. Mm-hmm. And uh, every situation is different. Every market is different. Um, and so there, there's just a lot of variables out there. But, you know, I think the initial effort, as we've said many times, was to secure the sport at the highest level possible for our community. And that was the starting point, and that's really what drove the people. And then you have to put a structure together to, to make that happen, and hopefully it'll work out. And I think in terms of, of getting something here, getting the team started, having a great stadium that really works for the sport and for the fans, um, you know, and, and reasonable results, I think we, we've got a good start. 
Dr. McGuire, I got a quick question for you about uh, uh, you have a great fan base. I mean, an absolutely incredible fan base. And obviously we all had to deal with pandemic over the last couple of years. How has how, how have you guys navigated through that? And, and where are we now compared to maybe, you know, ahead of the pandemic? How, how are things looking from from that aspect as far as the fans coming into the stands and all the rest of that? Has it completely bounced back? Um, I think it's generally bounced back. I mean, you know, if you measure it by the enthusiasm of people, the interest of people, the ability to relate to the people, I think we're back. You know, I don't know that that was ever gone. Um, we have a great fan base, and they're really tuned into the team. Uh, so from that aspect, we're absolutely back. I think the some of the business aspects have still not fully recovered as you know, we can see across a variety of things. All the businesses that were part of the partnership that go into doing something like this, they've struggled and had challenges in their own ways. People have challenges um, just on the economics. Um, so th that does impact things like your ability to to go to the game sometimes or, or that kind of stuff. So those elements are, are certainly not returned, and, and we're all aware of the challenges now. Even even getting people to help provide the kind of service that you create um, have um, been difficult because we yeah. don't have quite the workforce people not coming back. So the interest in the people in our community and around the country in the sport and in the team has not waned, but I think some of the ways it manifests from a business standpoint around the country in the sport and in the team has not waned. But I think some of the ways it manifests from a business standpoint, financial standpoint, uh, we've got a ways to go to, to get that fully back yet. Dr. McGuire, the, this is a business question and a sports question at the same time. Obviously, the, the, the United have been um, struggling to score goals over the last three weeks, and, and offensively they've struggled some. Do you think that the MLS is uh, – you know, do, do you find that people want to see more offense than a 1-0, a 1-1, or a 2-1 game, or uh, is it not about that when people go to a game? Do, do, do the number of goals not matter? Well, I've never done a poll or, or seen a poll. Um, my instinct is people like to see goals. People like to see offense. That's certainly the case in every sport. I remember back years ago we had um, a lot of noise around hockey. Well, we're not scoring enough goals in hockey, and I don't know what happened to change it. Um, and then, well, baseball didn't have enough. People like to see goals in baseball, and, of course, folks like to see goals scored or, or buckets made uh, in basketball. So I think everybody likes the offensive side. I think the the one other element, though, is that in hockey, that in in soccer, at least for sure, as people understand the sport more, they do acknowledge the importance and um, the value of a great defense and keeping goals out. Because it is hard to score goals in hockey, it, uh, for sure. But people have figured out now how to score the goals, and it's a very fast game. You go to soccer, it's really tough to score goals a lot of times. And you get a lot of, you know, you get chances. And you have no idea why they don't go in um, some days. And, mm -hmm. and so it is difficult, and therefore um, – 
that defense really helps you a lot. So I think it's a very balanced look. But the you know bottom line answer, people love to see goals. Dr. McGuire, you 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 obviously are, um, as an owner, you're exposed to a lot of different things. It's not just Major League uh, Soccer and all those kinds of Major League Baseball and the NHL, NFL, all those things. Can spring football work? I just, you know, we had that conversation earlier. We were talking about the USFL and the XFL and all these leagues over all these years that just haven't been able to get over the hump to to be meaningful. Do you think, uh, from a business perspective, can can a spring football actually be successful at the professional level? Well, I I don't know. I think that's a product of how much how much sports people have the capacity to see in general sports, and mm-hmm. and if they have more capacity, is that the sport they want to see? Um, and then it's what is success? I mean, just being able to see quality competitive games on the field of of play may be enough to to be labeled success if on the other hand it is financial success and the quality of the play and the atmosphere and the facility and all of those other things that go into the totality of what you're watching and part of that could be a very different matter. I, I don't know that there is enough um, financial backing to do all of these sports and have them mean the same thing to people the way they need to in order to uh, produce the, uh, a stable economic environment, I guess you could say. Last question. You played Dallas today, uh, two-game week. Uh, you played the other day, night against the Galaxy, of course. Do you, as an owner and a fan, uh, do you watch closely? Like, like do you, Are you dialed into what Dallas does well and what the United do well? Or do you just, uh, like a lot of fans, show up and say, Let, let's see what happens? <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not a let's show up and see, see what happens. <laughs> I didn't um, think I, so. I certainly, I certainly <laughs> want to see what happens, but I'm pretty dialed in about what they're doing and and what everybody's doing i mean i'm like right now i'm sitting here watching back and forth premier league games going on now that's quite a quite a deal today uh, in the uk um but no i i i try to understand and it's it's maybe though more than just the game it's not a matter of trying to anticipate who's going to do what and how it's going to be played but it's to understand what have the other teams done to make themselves better and sure. how is that being manifest and what lessons are there in that that we could maybe apply to our own situation or not and then it's not. it's beyond just the game on the field what do i see in the stands what do we feel in terms of emotion you know the, one of the great things about going to allianz field for a game and um people saw it the other night i mean it's 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 the energy, it's the vibrancy, it's the engagement of people. Um, all of those things go into making the sport really something pretty special. And so you're Dr. also McGuire, looking for that. Oh, well, I appreciate it, and we appreciate it, and uh, thank, thanks for making the commitment. To, you know, th- this has been quite a success going over that uh, uh, that stadium that just stands out right off of Highway 94. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again throughout the summer. But thanks for giving us some time today. All right. Talk to you all later. Bye-bye.
You bet, Dr. Bill McGuire. When we come back, I'll ask Pete about that, the business side of soccer in the U.S. Is it ripe? Is it growing? Is it all about timing? Stay with us. Welcome back to Huddle. Mike Max, Pete Nigerian. Pete, you know, we, we talk about business side of lots of things. Do you think soccer, because for 30 years we've been hearing about soccer as the next big thing, and it's really been incremental in growth. It hasn't been uh, the mushroom that a lot of people thought it would be. And, and, and people are very aware of soccer, and, and it's done well here in, in, in the stadium and the MLS and the, and the new stadium, et cetera. Uh, but it seems to me this has been one of those, if you want to get into it from a business standpoint, your timing better be just right. Uh, because yeah. a lot of people were, I think, got ahead of the curve and thought it was about to explode and it never did over the last 25 years. How do you see soccer as a business? Well, as a business, that's a great question because I think when, when I, I actually looked this up a while back and, and participation-wise, uh, soccer has passed up the NHL uh, or, or mm-hmm. hockey uh, from a participation perspective. Now, when you go to looking at the financial side of it, I think that's a little bit of a different story. But I will say this. The fans that are fans of soccer are absolutely rabid. And I think we heard Dr. McGuire talking exactly on that topic. I'll tell you what. There is nothing like the soccer fans. I, I, they're they're more committed than Buffalo Bill fans or whoever you want to pull yeah, out. Inter- internationally they, speaking, especially where you see it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. When you go over to Europe and you actually witness this in the U.K. or in Germany or wherever you might be and you get a chance to watch, it is absolutely unbelievable. And I don't find myself to be the guy as, as a part of that whole thing, but I love being a voyeur and watching how excited people are as they're entering stadiums and yeah, and singing and doing yep. all the things. There's so much that goes into it. It's just great. I love the emotion. I love the commitment. But I'm just not so sure that the U.S. has, as you said, Maxie, and I think you're exactly right, have we embraced it financially? Are people watching it on television to the same you know, regard that they do everywhere else around the world? And I think the answer is no, not in the U.S. So we, we still got the NHL and the Major League Baseball and the NBA and the NFL those those are the big dogs still, and they're they're getting the big money because in the U.S. that's still you know that's the top, and that it's interesting, it's it's fun. I'll tell you what, I've been to Allianz Field a couple of different times, Maxie. I've seen a couple soccer games there, but I've also seen you know I think it was St. John St. Thomas had a big game there a few years ago. I, I attended that. It is an absolutely beautiful stadium that I know they've got to be very proud of because it's it's outstanding over there. I absolutely love it. But, oh yeah. Uh, TV wise and money wise, I just don't know that that soccer has uh, has gained as fast like you said has, has yeah, gained and, as fast and, and as it's a not lot that of they can't make a profit. We're just saying, is it right. is it on the cutting edge of being a a big time sport? And ESPN has pushed it. Everybody's pushed right. it. And I, I always feel like the appetite yeah. is good and it's moving, yeah. but it's probably moving slower than some of the leagues would like to see. No doubt. No doubt about it. All right. Good to be with you as always, Pete. We'll do it again next week, talking sports, business of sports, and a whole lot more. You've been listening to the Huddle of the Twins go for the sweep against the Kansas City Royals. That's next right here on WCCO. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.